Hello and welcome to the next edition of this Harrington Star podcast. Whether it's Fintech Focus TV you're listening to or our diversity and inclusion specials, we hope you're enjoying the shows and please do subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Fintech Focus TV. We love to celebrate the fintech businesses that have the biggest ideas and those that are making waves in their fields. So today we have Sajindra Jayasena, the CTO of Amphora, an adaptable and proven commodities trading platform. In his career, he's been a hands-on technologist, a CTO, and has repeatedly delivered complex and strategic technology transformational programs in the financial services and fintech sector. And he's here to share his story. So Ginger, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Nadia. Thanks for inviting me to this session and to share our company's details and myself. Thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah, really excited to have you here. So what can you tell us about your business? Oh, sure. So the Amphora, uh, is a software product company. What we do is produce uh, software for enterprises. Uh, the key domain that we produce software is traditionally called CTRM, mm -hmm. which is Commodity Trades and Risk Management. Mm -hmm. But from a layman terms, let me try to uh, demystify what that mm. means uh, 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 for the viewers. Uh, so let's take uh, what is a commodity. Commodity can be anything from any agricultural product like wheat, rice, uh, cocoa, um, uh, up to crude oil, petroleum, uh, LNG, gas, mm -hmm. for energy sector, or anything to do with like metal, like iron ore, um, base metals, copper, zinc, or even precious metals. Mm -hmm. So um, com commodity usage has been there for the, 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 from history. Um, what, what's important is um, you have consumers and producers of these commodities, and there should be a mechanism of bridging this gap. How do you efficiently uh, provide a product, mm -hmm. uh, let's say a commodity, let's say oil, from mm -hmm. a producer, let's say, oil well, to a uh, consumer, let's say, from Middle East to China, for example. And that's where the entities called uh, commodity traders come into picture. So they sit in the middle, try to um, uh, intermediate as well as give efficient market infrastructure for many buyers and many sellers, so mm -hmm. all of the parties can achieve efficiencies with respect to the quality of the product, the timeliness of the product, and the, the better prices, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, so our product, a suit pretty much uh, caters for these commodity traders. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, our products, so why would uh, they need a software? Um, like any trading organization, mm -hmm. they will require, ultimately they need to get a profit mm -hmm. out of it. So how do they define a proper trading strategy, pricing strategy, access to market information, pricing mm -hmm. to figure out find buyers and sellers, the timing, the quality. So for example, it's better to ship from, let's say, South America to China versus maybe somewhere else. Some, so they look at all those permutations, figure out what's, what's the best logistics, because these are physical items, not like a securities or a stock. You don't actually physically move. So there's a lot of complexity comes in with respect to scheduling that, uh, chartering vessels, etc. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a long and endure process, which was done maybe historically manually. But with uh, the demand and supply increasing, and of course with uh, trying to regulatory pressure, etc., you need to keep a tab of uh, the the risk. What, what's the risk exposure to your uh, company, uh, to your counterparties, and and manage the PNL. So our software does all that. So that's pretty mm -hmm. much uh, where we that's our uh, niche area. It's, it, traditionally, it's called CTRM, but we call our tech is a commodity tech. Pretty mm. much providing tech for commodity yeah, companies. Yeah, ComTech. Yes. I like it. Yeah. God, it sounds like y you just take all the hassle, all the complexity, 
into this one solution yeah. to make it so, so easy for everyone. Yeah, that's the intention, a one-stop shop from yeah. capturing a trade into shedding a logistic, pricing a trade, delivering it, invoicing it, looking at the P&L, yeah. exposure, everything front to back. That's that's pretty much so product all these so steps, yeah. there's so many, yes. and traditionally people would have to almost buy the, buy them as modules. This is one solution for the whole thing. Definitely, yes. Yeah. So we're trying yeah. to, that's why I call commodity tech. It goes a bit beyond the trading and the risk, but it's yeah. a suit of, products that yeah. talks to each other and gives us tries to give a seamless experience. Right, so it's ComTech because it's not just the trading and the risk, it incorporates the whole Correct, thing. Yeah. Right. Well, that gives a really good introduction to what you do as a business. Tell us a bit about your journey to your current position. Okay, sure. So my education graduate and undergraduate has been in computer science and engineering. Throughout I've been a software engineer and architect and CTO. Yeah. Um, so I started working in um, trading products, software trading uh, exchange products, um, analytic products in um, East Coast and then uh, technology products primarily in the West Coast initially, then in to London. My primary focus has been in the financial sector, mm -hmm. uh, financial technology, uh, working with the T1 Investment Bank here. Uh, focus has been, I've, I've delivered financial services product on trading tech, execution, order management, risk, mm -hmm. margin and collateral. Um, etc. Um, and and that's pretty much. So, so I, I'm I'm a technologist, hands-on technologist. I'm passionate about uh, building reliable um, performance software. It's not just a functionality. You have to b build something usable, like driving a good car. Yeah, things to start, it needs yeah. to break. <laughs> things like that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's what my my passion is, and that's yeah. I'm, 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 my my focus is. So what um what got you so passionate and interested into this space? Yeah, sure. So. The key things, so as I mentioned, commodity trading has been there for thousands of years uh, yeah. since the uh, mankind, uh, since, I don't know, Egyptian or before, because amphora name is, is, is a container, name of a container that you used to put oil. So it's, it goes to history as well. Nice. Um, so, but compared to other financial sectors, like let's say investment banking, mm. Traditionally, the focus of technology has been quite less. So when I was approached to take on the CTO role, I talked to the investors and the owners and came to know that there's a, that's a big opportunity there. You can introduce technology and um, provide much more efficiencies uh, to maybe the traders, the middle officers, risk officers. Mm. And that's, I think, that's quite keen. Um, and also, um, even though Amphora is the first CTRM product company, uh, going back to, I think, 25 years, we are going through a revival since last year, since the new management is there. So myself and Chris Moody just see you joining. Mm -hmm. So we are pretty much re revitalizing and reinvigorating the, the CTRM space, mm -hmm. trying to bring in new technologies from investment banking, other areas to infuse uh, new thinking um, and solutions. Wow, that's incredible. So you're bringing all that knowledge that you've got from previous financial organizations and you're trying to put that into your context space. Yes. So what are the major challenges you think uh, that are facing the industry at the moment? Sure. So I think let me um, explain with respect to the challenges faced by our clients, the mm -hmm. commodity traders. Uh, that, of course, resonates uh, back to us. Um, I think uh, as a commodity trader, the primary objective, in addition to giving an efficient market mechanism to, for buyers and sellers, for their customers, the ultimate aim is to make some profits. But due to various dimensions, regulatory pressure, like in investment banking, there's quite a lot of regulations like MIFID II, mm. uh, EMEA, Dodd-Frank, talking about fi financial fair play, financial trading, uh, transparency in risk and exposure, et cetera. That puts a lot of strain into the operational processes of a middle mm -hmm. office, back office operations in a, in a 
trading institution. And also compared to, I don't know, maybe a decade back, the markets are very much transparent now. That's in uh, the fingertip you can get any pricing information, climate information, weather information. So it's you c it's difficult to arbitrage on a lack of price information because mm. everything is pervasive now. Hence, uh, most of the trading companies are hit by reduced margins. So of course they need to improvise ways of reducing the operations cost, how, how they become efficient with respect to hedging strategies or trading strategies, mm. logistics optimization, etc. So I think that's one of the biggest challenge, uh, reducing margins, is one dimension to all those, those things. And the other aspect is, I think, the increase in the volatility or the uncertainty in the markets, it's big swings, for example, due to different geopolitical reasons or um, geographic reasons like uh, adverse climate uh, situations, bushfires, uh, uh, etc. That can then has adverse swing in commodity trading. Of course, this is physical does, yeah. movements because if you if you are storing um, big tank of oil for subsequent expecting the price will go up, it will go down. So you are incurring a cost mm. and charges. So 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 the, the the impact of profit margins plus the variability uncertainty actually are impacting. Uh, the traders, trading companies, plus there are other alternate energy resources like fossil fuel, wind, um, etc. Solar, solar um, energy comes into picture. So the whole dynamics, the market dynamics changes. So that brings additional pressure on how you have an optimized mm. setup. Mm. So this solution that you provide, it's got to be ready for so many different variables, Definitely. so much more than any other part Definitely. of the financial yeah. services sector. So um, how does your company differentiate itself from its competitors and how do you overcome the challenges? Sure. So that's what I said. So we are trying to step away or go beyond the traditional mm. CTRM remit to a more commodity tech uh, remit. Uh, particularly trying to address those um, um, challenges that our clients ultimately facing and how we want to remediate mm -hmm. uh, using uh, our product suit. Um, so while we have an um, established, functional, rich current product called Symphony, we are not going to stop there. We are going to, uh, we are actually started on a three to five year roadmap on building our next generation application mm -hmm. stack, which pretty much focus on addressing those specific challenges our clients are facing. So primarily, if I give you examples, um, there are two dimensions. One is how we get a product for business clients as well as how that managed within the technology infrastructure of our clients. So mm -hmm. it's two dimensions, I think. On the, on the business user side, um, so we are looking at uh, real-time uh, information like PNL, uh, risk exposure, um, uh, decompositioning of those information so that the traders would and the middle office would have the right information for them to make quick, quick decisions. Mm -hmm. um, and also uh, to handle the variability of information. And also on the technology side, what you're looking at is this system, whether it's uh, deployed on-premise or external, needs to integrate the rest of the system. So that's, we need to make that simple. So, so I have a concept called ComVM, Commodity Virtual Machine. So no. all of our new uh, products are like based on those building blocks. So our product suit, whether it's a trade capture, uh, scheduling, uh, logistics, risk management are built on those components so a client can plug those components to get the use experience mm. they would like to have. This is the, the next generation architecture we have mm. started building um, already. And that would help us 
to meet better time to market. For example, client wants a newer feature, so it, we can rather than being a monolithic platform, we can give a, uh, a more uh, component-based architecture. Mm. And also, we are we are um, engaging on a more open API strategy, so it's easy to integrate with the uh, rest of the the platforms. For example, so Subledger or a CRM platform, etc. That needs to seamlessly share data between the systems. So that will help us uh, onboarding maybe market data quickly, mm -hmm. other maybe uh, climate data, whatever that is required, easily and quickly. Mm. Um, and also we look at much more rich user experience, more coming from investment banking, trading um, UI experience as well, bringing that into the mm. trading, in, uh, commodity trading industry. Mm. How can I give a seamless user experience? How can I look at my PNL while looking at my trade, my logistics? So we are looking at a much more um, um, contextual driven seamless dashboard mm. uh, approach. So I think those are the key things that mm. we are driving to give a much more strainless experience uh, yeah. to, to our users ultimately. Wow, I mean, it sounds so seamless and it sounds like like you've you've all been thinking about the next thing and the next steps for a long time now, um, you know, already doing next generation architecture, thinking about the user experience, the APS strategy, uh, ConVM, like all of these things. Like it's 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 almost as if you're one step ahead of the marketplace doing it all. Um, so you've said a lot about what's next sure. on the horizon. Anything else you want to share That's with definitely. us? Definitely. So. Um, so that's what we are working for the three to five year roadmap, but mm. we can't forget the current as well. So we keep on improving our current product, which is Symphony. So uh, we have moved into a quarterly major product releases, so we can improve the stability, resilience, performance, new features every mm. quarter to our client. Uh, the first version of that called 3.4 went live with one of our largest clients two weeks back, and it's been quite successful. Mm. So uh, we plan, intend to give that version of the product to our other clients as well. So that's I'm quite pleased with that because that's the start of the journey on improving the current right, product yeah. as well. And also, um, uh, Chris has, uh, is busy with, I mean, pitching the product to our clients, our new clients, and we have our first uh, client in uh, India now, uh, which is called Gale, Gas Authority of India. Oh, wow, uh, it's a government amazing. organization, uh, thank you. It's a government organization, uh, it's the biggest uh, LNG operator there. So we intend to deploy uh, the LNG product uh, in quarter one next year. And thirdly, we have been working on our concentrates product uh, to one of our clients. It's in the last stages of delivery, so we hopefully, um, uh, first half of next year, we'll have the concentrates products live with that client as well. So, so we've been very busy working on the current projects. Moving very quickly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we have to keep up the pace, yes, yeah. with the industry uh, delivering the current product suit, as well as making sure we don't get become a dinosaur really quickly, so we have to keep uh, yeah. with, uh, with the pace and uh, keep yeah. Yeah, leapfrog. Well, it all sounds so exciting, uh, trend setting, and I love this idea of commodities tech that's beyond your, your traditional trading and risk solution, um, and the fact that you're thinking so far ahead with your three to five year plans. So, Sajindra, thank you very much for joining us on FinTech Focus TV. It's thank been you a great very much, Dara. Thanks for the invitation. Thank, thank you. you.